We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Inspired by the presence of Captain Jack Youngblood, playing in pain with his broken leg. A savage ram defense. They hand it to Steven. Great jump cut. 45 feet. There's a whole burst to it. 20. Back steps to tackle. Runs left. 25 still on his feet. 46-yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker. A high school quarterback. He's got a throw. The fake is on it. He's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones made the tackle. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. Welcome, Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Apollo with my co-host, my partner in crime, former LA Rams defensive back Michael Stewart. And holy crap! I, I didn't see this coming, Mike. I didn't see it coming. Seahawks win thirty to thirteen. No, no, that's what we expected. Flip it around. The LA Rams win today. 30-13 in Seattle, and the game wasn't even that close. A complete and total demolition. Mike, how you feeling? Man, I am a little bit as caught off guard as you are. I literally thought, given the offseason, seemed like lack of movement, lack of direction, uh, coming into this year with so many questions. Uh, thought it would be a tough road game, but they went up there and played like they were in front of the home crowd and went to work. And once they got going in the second quarter, they never looked back. Well, I have a lot of crow to eat. I'll eat it when we get back from this commercial break. Let's get into it. I'll be here from our sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so... Mike, on our preview show with Johnny, I basically said that this is a, a three-win, four-win team that the, the, if you look at the talent level on paper, they don't match up, and, and that I was here for it, that I'm here for a tank job, and I really believe they were tanking. And obviously, um, your opinions can change real quickly when you see talent. So I had to eat crow on that because I was wrong. I still have plenty of questions about the roster. I still have plenty of questions about depth about where the team is going, but they showed some things. I, I even talked about on the preview how the only way I felt the Rams could win this game is if they ran the ball. That was a focus. And instead, what we got, if you hear my cat, my cat came down here all this noise. Um, what we got is, this was a team, this looked like a couple years ago, Dominion, like, dominating team this is what it looked like and man i gotta say i like it i like it a lot so what are your full what are your full thoughts here yeah i have to do uh agree with you and i'm gonna have to eat that same amount of crow even though i wasn't on that particular show but uh definitely thought it would be a way different outcome uh again given all the things that didn't seem to happen in the off season and all the question marks you know Stafford still he's banged up injured you know Kenny throw Cooper Cup's not playing Aaron Donald looked like he might have you know dropped a little you know on and off fire just so many kind of questions only to see a team that I would say looks more like a team this year than they did last year so I just got to go like, wow, interesting. You know, and again, people say, oh, it's just the first game. Well, to go on the road against kind of one of your arch rivals, Thorne and your son, can't beat them up in Seattle. Uh, Bobby Wagner now back on their team. Actually looked like he could play linebacker again. I don't know what he was doing over here. But anyway, uh, another story. But yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised with just the overall. You started hearing all kinds of new names from the defensive side, offensive side. Uh, and again, it just goes to show, it looks like they have a little chemistry working in their favor. It's amazing how things change when you play as a team. You might not be the most talented group, but a team. Absolutely. Of, you know, just a couple people who are ultra talented and a team full of people who know their role and play it well can change things. And by the way, props to Sean McVay. I mean, is there a better coach in the league when he's motivated and, and angry than Sean McVay? He just seems to do things like this a couple of years ago. Remember he did Dallas a couple of years ago? 
opening the season, yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. he should. He can get a team up when they're on board, and I think he might be doing it again. Let's run through these stats to tell you how dominating this game was because it's it's pretty dominating. Rams twenty seven first downs to thirteen. Only, if I'm my reading this right, only eleven out of seventeen on third. <laughs> 11 out of 17? Are you freaking serious? 11 yeah, out of 17? Yeah. 426 yards, whole yards, to 180. To 180 for Seattle. Yeah. 78 yeah, plays to 46. Average gain per play, 5.5. That's not, a, that's not a whole lot. But death, definitive control. 92 yards rushing on 40 carries to 85 on 18 carries. So the running game had some problems, but it did enough. Passing wise, 334 net yards to 95 net yards passing for Seattle, 8.8 per pass, 3.4. Allowed zero sacks. Allowed zero sacks. Punted one time in the game. Seven pounds for 53 yards. This is the big part. And and again, when we did the game preview, Mike, I, I said they had to run the ball. They, they had to run a lot. They had to get, you know, and I was wrong. I mean, they ran a lot, but they didn't do a whole lot with it. But the one thing, the only thing I was right about was they need to have 35 minutes plus time possession. The Rams held on the ball for 40 minutes almost, 39-23. But that'll win you every game. If you can hold the yep. ball for darn near 40, 40 minutes, uh, there you go. So hearing those numbers, hearing those stats, how are you feeling? Because I think that's feeling pretty good. Absolutely. Uh, but think about it, Derek. Seattle had the ball a mere 20 minutes and 37 seconds to be exact. Call it 20 minutes. You divide that by four quarters. You mean to tell me you guys only held the ball or had the ball five minutes per quarter or 10 minutes and a half? Again, unless you're scoring on one or two plays, you're never going to probably be in a game less win it with only 20 minutes of time of possession. So that's huge. Uh, for the Rams to be able to do that. But what I saw again, Derek, is, as you noted a little bit, you may not have all the superstars, but you literally have a team atmosphere. I'm looking at Aaron Donald and I'm going, well, wait a minute. We didn't see this really at all last year, but it's like some of the other characters that are playing on that D line. They're doing their jobs, getting guys off of him. He's putting pressure. And a couple of times he hit Geno Smith just with his hand, just sit down. And so it's like you could tell he's playing with a lot more energy, vigor, and it looks like everybody's got a little something to prove. They do. And I think also we're looking at surprises from this game. The Rams two receiver top receivers were Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua. Tutu was six. Six catches, 119 yards. Pukunaku was targeted 15 times. 10 catches, 119 yards. I I heard a lot about Pukunaku heading into this week. I didn't expect that. And where's Van Jefferson? Four catches, 24 yards. He was supposed to be their top guy with Jared Goff out. He hit five targets. Tyler Higby, three targets, three catches, 49 yards. They're using guys that they really, I mean, we, we were wondering about that. We were wondering, how are they going to fit these guys in there? How are you going to work with these guys? This is, 
really a no-name receiving core in terms of national recognition. Like nobody knows who these guys are outside of right, Randy Right, right, like, right. You know, and you had two hundred yard receivers in this game. Then there have a bunch of people running to get Puka Nakua now for fantasy football. I, this is this is this is amazing to me in how they did this, and I, I have to wonder a couple things: Can they sustain this? I don't know if they can. They have the Niners next weekend, and your top running back averaged three point five yards a carry. Your number two Cam Akers, who's supposed to be your big dog, twenty-two carries to twenty-nine yards. That's not going to fly against San Francisco, but this week they made it work. This week they did. Got to yeah, wonder about the it, future. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, again, the running game, again, I, I, I just, I'm looking at all these teams across the board. I, I get the whole, we don't want to get guys banged up in the preseason, but it just is, to me, a direct correlation of teams not being able to play their guys in in the preseason, and it just is like they're rusty. Because I'm looking at Cam Akers, he's he's kind of looking like he's trying to find the holes, and instead of just running, you know, Kyron Williams looked a lot more effective while he was running, and you know, his average would say so at 3.5 yards a carry. But at the same time, yeah, you're gonna need to be able to run the ball, sustain a little bit of drives, keep them off balance, and again, we know. Sean McVay is a play action guy. So you you know at some point they're gonna have to put more emphasis on the run where it actually becomes more effective to keep guys off balance. One of the things though you've been very, very poignant about, you you've been very, very focused on the pass is a commitment to the run. You've constantly criticized the Rams of the past for giving up the run. The Rams ran the ball 40 times today. They didn't run it well, but they did. You, we can't say they backed off from their commitment to run. They they had more running plays than passing plays, so that's a good sign. That's a very good sign. I like them that's to keep a great doing sign. that. Yes, um, and if they can get both these guys going, it's nice to have that one-two punch. We've been talking about the a possible one-two punch for years, and I don't know if you remember when they initially brought in Cam Makers, they had like three or four guys they could have easily had a committee on. And that's what I've been hoping for even back then was don't put all the, you have different guys with different skill sets. And I'm kind of hoping this is where they're going now. It's bad for my fantasy football team. It's good for, you know, trying to make, keep defenses off, you know, on their heels a bit. Multiple running backs, multiple looks. It looks like they did a great job of that today and it got them a win. Dominant win. Eating crow here, man, and I, I'm I'm happy to be eating the crow, really. Yeah, yeah. That's the only time it tastes good, right? <laughs> <laughs> the only time it tastes good. Good point. So, what, defensively, you know, the Rams came into this game. They were ranked by Pro Football Focus in the last part, of, you know, like 32nd in the league, 31, 31, 32 in pass defense. They give only 112 yards, 96 net, I think it was what we said earlier, 98 net. That is against Geno Smith with his receiving court, DK Metcalf, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett only had two catches for 10 yards today. That's it. Two catches for 10 yards. 
What did you see in that secondary that said a lot to you about the Southern defense? Well, again, you, you got some young guys playing. You see Jordan Fuller. Again, he was banged up a lot last year, but, you know, ended up with eight tackles. And, and Ernest Jones ended up with nine, and he had three tackles for loss. So here's a guy front, Ernest Jones, making plays, Jordan Fuller making plays. And then they had a guy out there on the corner, Darian Kendrick, who's making plays all game long against their receiving core, second-year player now. So, again, you you don't have the big, you know, egos with the Jalen Ramsey and things like that. You got guys that, that are out here trying to prove themselves working hard and working collectively as a unit. And it showed, you know, a lot of, you know, Aaron Donald was getting loose and putting pressure and different fronts and Brian Young were getting in there. So what I saw collectively is a team defense to the fact that when you're talking about Sean McVay, it looks like a lot of them now have that proverbial Super Bowl monkey thing last year, all year. Can we repeat off their backs? Now they're actually looking like they're having fun. I saw him a few times uh, go to the D.C. and hit him on the shoulder like, yeah, you know, and, and, and they're just kind of looking at each other, kind of laughing. And I go, yeah, see, these guys are coaching at the highest level. But last year, it just seemed like the pressure and the stress across the board had everybody just playing tight, whereas today it looked like guys are out there playing, having a good time, to the point Aaron Donald at the end of the game got his helmet off. He's talking to fans in the stadium, it looked like, which I've never seen Aaron Donald do. So when guys are having a good time and they see things are working, again, they're 1-0 with, what, 16 more games ago, but you got one in the bank already. One, the bank, and a big one. Divisional game. They have a tough game coming up against the nine. They have a tough schedule. We all knew the tough schedule. Can they stay healthy? I think given the fact that they clearly, uh, to be so effective, Seattle's defense is no joke. They've got players there. That team is no joke. To come in this prepared, on the road, and guys knowing their roles the way they did, that's pretty encouraging. And how far can that carry you? How far can that carry you when I, I, the talent level isn't what it's been there before? But you said something, team. The team play was was a bit was a bit different. I'm wondering, can that team with with the talent level being what it is, can they maintain over the course of a 17 game schedule? to meet the expectations that many people had. Many of the Rams followers had them winning 10 games, 9, 10 games. I didn't. I, I had it like four wins, three or four wins. And given the way they play today, that's not going to happen either. Good. Um, where do you see this team going based on just what you saw in one day? I saw a team playing today in all three phases. Uh, that being said, now the sky somewhat, you know, it's limitless. You know, the sky's the limit, as they say, because now you have teams in their mind, hey, we already know what we could do. And now they've actually showed in game one, because again, 
Last year against the Seattle team, they looked like they could. They were like Pop Warner trying to play a pro team. Today, Matthew Stafford is back there, moving around in the pocket, getting rid of the ball, hitting guys. Again, even uh, Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua, yeah. Uh, had a few drops, but again, he made some other big plays. But Matthew St- Stafford dropped the ball on the sideline to him. Just a great throw and catch, and you go, wow. So it looks like they have some type of chemistry that they've gotten in a short time uh, during training camp in the camps, but he had no problem trying to hit this guy with probably his favorite guy not being around. So with that being the case, if they can continue that and if that defense continues to keep revving it up like they did today, uh Again, the sky's the limit. So I, I see a lot of promise now. And, you know, again, you don't want to base it because I would have been like you. You know, yeah, they might win three or four games. And me and my son were going back. Yeah, they probably going to get murdered today. But you know what? Let's watch the game. But, uh, and again, you, you play for a team. But, you know, the reality is the reality. You know, the year we went 3-13, and 13, I don't know that it was a surprise to everyone i mean we went out there every game yeah we're gonna win but we kind of knew like we had some pieces that were just missing and once we got behind we just kind of like yeah it's probably gonna be a long day so uh i'm i'm pleasantly optimistic about what's coming on but you know my disdain for the nine or so whatever you can do let's go get those guys (laughs) man let's go Let's go. It's going to be an interesting game. The Niners were dominant today. Absolutely destroying Pittsburgh. 37 in Pittsburgh. I mean, it was a, an ugly game against a much improved Steelers roster. So, I mean, that tells you a lot about the Niners right now as well. Uh, on the flip side of it, when you're looking at this Rams team, they're clearly better than, than we thought they were going to be. And I'm here for that. I'm, I'm glad to see it. I'm, I'm, I have to say, we've always known this. The Niners are always a measuring stick. Always yes. have been, always will be. And if we go out there and we see a Rams team fall apart next weekend, then you know there's a lot, not a long way to go yet. If they hang in there, give them a game, pull off a win, wow, you know, this is a different 2023 than we thought. A, a much yeah, better 2023. No, you're 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 absolutely correct. Uh, you know, again, I had a chance to watch a little. I was flipping back and forth and watching the Niners, and I'm always a little bit surprised. You know, Bosa, I think he was out all camp, you know, with his contract thing, but you would have never known it. And and that linebacker they got, that Fred Warner, that dude can play, and <laughs> so they're gonna have to deal with that guy. Because uh, man, that 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 guy could play right there. That, that dude is. That dude is the real deal. And so, uh, but it's always cool because, you know, the Niner Ram games are going to be somewhat spectacular. So, uh, but watching the Rams today, I'm going to say, you know, our front is going to be able to put a little pressure on some people. So to Brock Purdy, they're still, you know, all, you know, Purdy's this and that. It's like, yeah, he's still just a young dude. So let's, let's see what he has. Well, he's a young dude coming off of surgery. Exactly. A major surgery. You know, and everything coming out of camp said he didn't have all of his arm strength back yet either. So well, you we'll saw see. them. They were really, you know, it was just really the short passing game and the run game. 
And then their defense was just, you know, putting Pittsburgh in spots that they didn't like it. But again, that's that's what they do uh defensively to to many teams. So I, I think we have now looking at some of the things that happened today, we have the ability to move the ball. Uh, and we have the ability defensively, you know, stop them from just doing what they want. So that's going to make for an interesting uh, game. I didn't see. Are we there? Or are they here? I believe. Hold on, check. I don't want to be wrong. I'm still caught off guard by today, to be honest with you. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Here. Yeah, they're I'm here. pretty. I was thinking it was a home game. Yeah, four o'clock next Sunday. Yep. We're going to be glued to our TVs for that one. That is an <laughs> er, a major early season measuring stick right there. Yeah. That's a major one. I'm excited. For, man, I'm excited for that now. I was a yeah, couple of days it, ago. I am now. And and looking at the schedule, you go like, yeah, this might be, it might have been a daunting, but again, they get a win. Obviously, next week's going to be a major challenge, but they're at the Bengals and then at the Colts. Colts playing with a rookie quarterback. The Bengals, Joe Burrow got the big contract. They look all out of sorts today against Cleveland. So it might be an opportunity to come up against those Bengals and the Colts and maybe the worst after you won two, three, four, five uh, games. You might be four and one. I'm going to be real, though. Cleveland's defense is legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had the game on here today. You know, that's where I'm in Ohio. I'm catching that game. Yeah, that's right. That defense is legitimately very, very good. And the weather was awful, too. Got to get the weather in Cleveland was a problem. But man, alive. Man, the Bengals did look awful. (laughs) This was an odd day. Odd day. Odd week for that matter. The Lions beating the Chiefs off on Thursday night. Who I mean, we all knew the Lions are going to be good. We didn't see that one coming. Uh, Cleveland just demolishing the Bengals, say twenty-four to three. That one caught me off guard. Pittsburgh getting pounded by San Francisco at home. We thought that would be a lot closer. How about the Packers putting up thirty-eight in the Bears behind Jordan yeah. Love? Yep, that's surprising. The Eagles. Going to war today with the Patriots, that was close. And the, the Dolphins Chargers, now that one's that one everybody called. We knew that would be a short, that would, that would be a shootout. It sure was. They put up 70 points combined today. Just a good day of football. Lots of surprising stuff today to, to see. And uh, by the way, my thoughts and prayers are out there for J, uh, J.K. Dobbins tearing AC, uh, not his ACL, his Achilles. Yeah, right oh, towards wow. ACL. Now he towards Achilles, already out for the season. Feel awful for that guy, man. Every time he gets better, he gets back and he looks great. And man, wow. I feel awful. That's for him. tough. That's tough. That's tough. It, it is tough. Hey, by the way, would you how how did Matt Stafford look to you today? Because you know we had those reports. We had we had the reports all on. You know how he wasn't. You know he was having a hard time bonding with his 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 teammates here. Yeah, yeah. If, if you know, let me reiterate. Yes, I, I think Matt Stafford is looking like a rejuvenated guy. I mean, he was moving around, he was spreading the ball around, and again, maybe that's an advantage you have. Okay, Cooper Cup is not here. I'm actually gonna trust some of these other guys. Go through my normal reads and hit hit the guy or throw it to this guy where I should. But 
he moved around enough to avoid some sacks, uh, get the ball out. And again, he put the ball in some places he, he was doing, you know, year one when he transferred here, when they traded for him, uh, what we felt like we were going to get it with a guy like that. But looking at him today, you go, yeah, he's got plenty more left in the tank. So it was odd because, you know, there were some rumors that, uh, the Jets were trying to trade for him before they signed Aaron. Aaron, uh, Aaron, Aaron over there. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Why am I drawing a blank on him? But yeah. So you kind of always go, and then Matt Stafford's wife was kind of popping off a little bit in the in the Twitter worlds and stuff or Instagram worlds, like, you know, talking about, oh, he didn't have chemistry in the locker room, but I saw a lot of chemistry today across the board. And again, we talk a lot about body language in the years past, especially when Jared Goff was here. But since Matt has uh, arrived, Sean McVay just seems in a great, a better mood. Uh, Not so much last year with everything going on, but today he seemed like kind of back old Sean McVay two years ago, three years ago. But you know, again, he had just, you know, been married and, you know, Matt was battling injuries. You know, Aaron Donald was talking about retiring. I guess I'll come back and play. And then it's just, you know, uh, one thing after another last year. Or so, but as far as Matt, yeah, he looks like a rejuvenated guy back there. And, and again, that's why I'm really optimistic about what's going ahead because if, if your QB is dropping those dimes like he was today, yeah, you're going to have a shot. I mean, that was the big thing for me. I think they call me a little, call me a little suspicious, but I think maybe they played, they played the PR game pretty well. That's good. I, that's I, that's I, awesome. I, 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 I feel sick because Matthew Stafford has been in the league for a long time. Yeah. 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 And for anyone to, to automatically just say, hey, he can't really bond with this young group. Are we serious? He's not that old, A. He's not that old. And B, the dude's been around the block over and over and over again. You think he's the only quarterback to ever face the issue of having to, you know, to learn how to deal with the younger generation? Right. Right. And you That's know, you don't really hear Great. these kind of stories. So I, I thought it was BS to start with. I thought it was just a bunch of garbage and Whole reporting and Kelly Stafford is not shutting her mouth. And right. I'm wondering if they, if that was like kind of, kind of like a false flag, you know, I honestly feel like Seattle didn't take the Rams seriously. I, I, I don't mean that. that. I don't mean that in any way to discredit the performance. The Rams gave, it was a phenomenal performance. Don't think for a moment that I am saying that they did not play while well, was all Seattle. I am saying I, I can't, Seattle just has too much talent to get blown off the field the way they did today, unless they came in taking that team way light. Well, Derek, this is going to uh, prove your point here. There's a play where DK Metcalf play is way over, long over, and he just shoves Witherspoon for no reason. You know, slams him basically to the ground and just, you know, walks away like, it's like, Okay, man, what'd you do that for? <laughs> it's not his fault you're not getting any rocks today. But again, DK Metcalf, and you know what he does if he didn't feel like he's – he had three receptions for 47 yards. 
only five targets. But again, they only had the ball 20 minutes. So what do you expect? But he thinks he can beat any and everyone all day long. And he just kind of basically got shut down. But to shove a guy when he just kind of jogging back to the huddle. Yeah. What, what are you so angry about? But that what I think proves a point like they they definitely seem like they took things like, oh, we just going to, you know, work these dudes. They got so many new guys and all this. And we got Bobby Wagner back and I'm here and Gino's coming off a big year. And but. uh, Yeah, it, it didn't look like that team that we saw last year. But again, Geno Smith is playing his, his heart out because he's trying to prove to the world and had a great year. And it's just hard to, just like any Super Bowl team, making it that far to to repeat similar things, which again makes the, the Tom Brady, uh, Bill Belichick run with the New England Patriots, you just go, yeah, man, I don't know how they, they had that type of run. Uh, but that's going to go down probably in history as something that, yeah, it's going to be very hard to duplicate. But, yeah, it, 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 it was good to see us being able to have the laugh and giggles towards the end of the game as opposed to standing over there looking like what happened again. So, yeah, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised and really optimistic about, you know, ahead. And like you said, next week is going to be a real test. And, and again, a second week. So some people got some of the ring rust off this week. And then next week, we'll we'll see what we got. I, and just the Niners game, I don't think they have to beat the Niners. I think they have to, to I think they have to be in it with the Niners. I think they have to go all the way with them. It, is, it can't be a... 31-10 game, or if we're talking a 2017 game where they're in it all the way, then you know that that's enough for me. And it, really, that, there, that's enough for me. If it, but if it's a 31-10 blowout, it's going to be hard to think that what we saw today is going to be the be the norm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I, I, I I'm looking at it from a different aspect from watching today. They're going to go home. Uh, hey man, we're at home. Enough of this Niner stuff in our house. Let's go out here and just you know play football. Because what we didn't see, I didn't see today a whole bunch of blown coverages. Uh, it wasn't like guys were missing a bunch of tackles. That was a problem last year. Like, come on, man, are you guys gonna tackle anybody? So you didn't see that today. And again, time possession speaks for itself. Now, some of that had to do with the offense being able to sustain drives. Some of that, a lot of it also had to do with the defense getting on and off the field with a lot of three and outs. Very true. Very true. All right. Well, it is time for us to go. We'll be back in a couple of days to break down the Niners game. In the meantime, follow Mike on Twitter at 1223. Follow me on Twitter at DC Paul Follis Talk Rams. And in the meantime, have a great one. Rams win 30-13. What a day. What a day. Right here. Right here.